1: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites, or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Car Stuff. My name is Scott. And
0: I'm Ben. And Scott, before we get started, one thing we do need to say is this is a podcast uh, concerning Toyota. Toyota, in full disclosure, is a sponsor on our site, but we're giving you the pros and cons, and we
2: stay unbiased.
0: That's, so,
2: that's right. I mean, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll just give you uh, the positive and the negative here in this podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll start at the beginning. We'll go through the middle. <laughs> we'll I've,
2: stop at the end. Oh, I like
0: it that way. Space is one of the most exciting potential areas of human
2: expansion. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. But uh, here's here's a question for you then. What's that? Why the heck is NASA, which is our space agency here in the sure. United States, yeah. why are they studying car safety? That is a good question. I think the answer the answer makes
0: sense, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's the answer a lot of people are expecting.
2: Well, see, this is this comes about because recently there was a uh, a news report. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really going back to the whole. Uh, toyota unintended acceleration issue, yeah, uh, and that started way back in oh boy, it seems like a long time ago, but it really wasn 't it was like two thousand and seven, I think
0: yeah, it was about oh no, almost four years ago now, yeah, about I guess three, it was three or four ago. years
2: ago it's been a while yeah and um uh the findings that that they came up with from this uh the study and you would think it would come from the uh n h t s a right the sure, national, national highway. highway yeah, you know the the bit right but um you would think it would all come from there, but now that's that's where the study originated. Mm-hmm. Of course, they were studying all of this as well, but they went to NASA to get some answers on their electronics and um, um, you know posing the question to some engineers. Here's the problem, and mm-hmm. they went to them. They, they actually conducted a ten month study. Uh this is 30 NASA engineers and they wanted to try to find out the you know if there was evidence of unintended acceleration in these Toyota vehicles uh, based on just electronics issues and you know gremlins okay. in the system I guess. Yeah. Uh they went through 280,000 lines of code apparently um to find out that uh, there was no software issue. There were, uh, here's the I mean I'll just give you the quote from the the yeah. story. No evidence uh, that a malfunction in electronics cause unintended acceleration. That was the result.
0: Now that's, let's hold on for a second, cause that's a very big conclusion, uh, for people who don't exactly, for people who don't know the details of what eventually became a recall uh, situation. a huge recall. Yeah. yeah. Um, now let's see, I'm quoting from our auto editor's blog here. Uh, right? That's, oh, that's me. That's you. Yeah. Who was that guy? Scott, out uh, of some guy. He just ran in, leaned in and ran out. Um, yeah. Over seven million, uh, vehicles were eventually recalled and they were recalled for this unintended acceleration issue. Now, for a long time, people isolated it down to three possible
2: causes, right? Yeah, and, there were three total, yeah. uh, including this electronic gremlin thing, mm-hmm. this, uh, the software thing where they thought it was possibly electromagnetic interference. That was one of the issues. Right. But if you remember before this, they were talking about some physical issues as well, right?
0: Yeah, they were talking about the possibility of a design flaw that made the uh, accelerator stick. Mm-hmm. And they were- Yeah, I think there was
2: a shim fix for that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, there was a hardware fix for that. And mm-hmm.
2: then, uh, let's see, what was that other one? The other one was a design flaw in the floor mat. Uh, That's right. Issue that, that it was actually trapping the accelerator pedal and causing this uh, causing this unintended acceleration. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people weren't realizing that the fl- that the pedal was stuck to the floor, mm-hmm. uh, physically stuck to the floor, and um, so both of those, of course. Physical problems. The other one would be an electronic problem. Uh, after the study, they determined that uh, the other two issues that they knew about and have, you know, made significant changes to the to the uh, uh, the vehicles that were affected. Uh, they found that those two physical aspects were the only two that really caused the unintended acceleration. It was not a software problem at all. So riddle me this, Mister B. Mm-hmm. Why the engineers at NASA well, specifically? This is a this is a super simple answer, and it just cuts right to the quick on this one. That that um, NASA quite simply employs the the best and brightest engineers, and you're going to find that in every article that that, uh, that you look up on this this issue, uh, including my blog post. It's just that it, it's it's that simple. Uh, NASA finds the best and brightest of the engineers and, and puts them to work. And who better to go to than uh, this group that NASA? works with. I, actually, oh, yes. It's part of NASA. It's an, it's an arm, I guess, of NASA. And they, but here's the weird thing. This is called the, um, NESC, which stands for, Ooh, uh, NASA. the NASA Engineering and Safety Center. And this thing is in Lang, it's called the, the Langley Research, <laughs> that stuff worked for me to say, <laughs> the Langley Research Center in Hampton, Virginia. Okay. And, uh, they're not, this is the weird thing about this place is that it's not only, um, nasa they don't they don't deal with just nasa programs they deal with outside sources as well like if uh you know when the nhtsa said uh we need somebody to investigate this can you help us they said mm. of course we can um this, this thing has been around since uh so you probably are wondering what the NESC is and you can find information about them on their own website it's you can find it through the nasa site right uh, nasa.gov but, yeah just search NESC, and you'll find some information about this and i went to the the uh, just the faqs about this and to find out you know all about the place when it was formed, uh, where it's located, you know what they do, um, and just from their website here, um, it was formed. The NESC was formed in response to the observations of the Columbia Accident Investigation Board. Remember when the Columbia right failed to uh, make reentry?
0: So this, so this
2: did not exist at the formation or founding of NASA itself. Correct. No, this is a relatively recent uh, group okay. that has been founded, and. Um, Basically, what it is, and it, this is again from their site, is that it's it's comprised of the best engineering expertise from across the agency, It also includes partnerships with other government organizations, uh, national laboratories, universities, and expert consultants. So it's this big uh, con- conglomeration, mm-hmm. this big group of people that um, are are together to really to solve problems. It's almost a engineering think tank. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's the the country's best experts uh, that have been brought together, and you know they they. Take on any challenge that you know NASA may have, mm-hmm. any outside company may have, anybody that uh, you know has a problem that the, they need solved by some of the, the best engineers that we have to offer.
0: You know, this is a little bit of a tangent, Scott, but it kind of makes me wonder about the threshold for getting these people to do some experimentation for you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Well, you know what I, I would
2: guess that if you got the money. You got the cash; they'll do it for you. Okay, so they do charge, but just check. Oh, I'm sure that they do. Yeah, I'm sure that they do. But here's the thing: is that you know what, what would they turn down? Because if it's an easy program or easy project for them mm-hmm. uh, to look into, that's fine. But I'm sure they're going to give it their their all out effort. You know, they 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 do uh, the, the goal. I guess, and this is just. Off the top of my head, I remember sure. reading this in in that section. Um, is that they have a an actual seal that they, they place on something when when the, you know the issue is closed. And I don't believe that this one has been completely sealed yet. This issue, okay. but uh, they've conducted all the research, everything is done except for the paperwork at this point, mm-hmm. really. Um, but they haven't officially sealed it and closed the case. Uh, but that's soon to happen. So we
0: have a case of, if you'll allow me to be facetious, mm-hmm. real life rocket scientists uh, solving. Some problems that, um, you know, three years ago, we weren't sure whether or not there would actually be, um,
2: a definite yes or no proof mm-hmm. yeah, coming that's forward right. out of this issue. Yeah. And think about all the, uh, all the problems this call for, cause for Toyota in the meantime. Yeah. Uh, boy, I mean, not only just the, the the ridicule that they received, in and of course, you know, they they are responsible for the uh, the physical problems. Sure. You know, the the shim fix, they they fixed that. Uh, the design flaw in the floor mats, they fixed that. Uh, but then there was this lingering question of the software problem, and that's really scary to a lot Ooh. of people that you know that that's possible. Yeah. And um, so after this ten month study from these engineers, and you know, combined with the NHTSA, NASA. You know, all these—the uh, Department of Safety or Department of Transportation, rather—released all this information and said that, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not an issue. So, uh, no worry about that at this point. <laughs> but, um, you know, think when you think about the problems that it called, caused in the uh, um, in the media, mm-hmm. in uh, of course, just you know, word of mouth. Uh, you know, the sales declined, of course. And I think they're coming back up now again, but um, Toyota took a big, pretty big hit, and that was, not only that, there were fines that were involved with this mm-hmm. because of um, you know, the uh, supposed cover-ups of, of uh, what was going on. I think there's a, there's like a five-day limit when a corporation finds, uh, that there's a safety issue that they have to come forward with that information, and I think that's what they were fined. They were fined the maximum amount. It was like 16... 16 million, seven, wow. almost 17 million at that point, mm-hmm. in addition to the cost of, it, of recalling 8 million vehicles to fix them. Uh, mm-hmm. This is pretty big. Oh, and
0: also, for anyone who hasn't heard... Of- our podcast on automobile recalls automotive recalls um you can find a lot more information about
2: the ins and outs the details of what we're talking about here yeah exactly a recall is uh, recalls a major undertaking from any mm-hmm. corporation and um, when you get to when you're talking about eight million vehicles that's that's enormous yeah it's no small change so I guess wrap this all up just mm-hmm. in a in a nice tight little bundled bundle mm-hmm. um, Again, no evidence that there was a malfunction in the electronics. That's it. I mean, that's the the results, which is uh, comforting. One would imagine. To, I would think so. To dude. a lot
0: of people, especially a lot of people at Toyota.
2: Well, Toyota owners also, and Toyota uh, potential Toyota owners, you know, that, that uh, you know really wanted to buy, and make a purchase, but didn't for you know for that reason.
0: So let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up here with a little piece of listener mail, maybe. Sure. Okay, Scott, we have an email from a person named Shalom. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Really? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Isn't that hello or something like that? Uh, S-H-A-L-O-M.
1: Yeah,
2: that's
0: okay. Yeah, and Shalom is in Idaho. And said, hey, guys, just listen to your Zamboni podcast. A few years ago, a couple of Zambonis were taken out from Midnight Drive to the nearby Burger King drive through window. It was here in Idaho and was quite the talk of the town. And then he's got a link to it. And this looks like it happened in uh, 2006. And from our earlier podcast on Zambonis, man, I got to say, I can't imagine driving one of those all the way to a Burger King. It must
2: have been close. It had to have been close. Zamboni, well, they don't have a very high top speed, do they? Well, I, I, no, they don't. I don't think so. We, I we don't know if you could even speed. soup it up. Crazy. The yeah. Drive through a Burger King. You know, what? the other day I was at Burger King and I saw someone in an H2 Hummer and they had to get out of the vehicle to – Reach into the drive-through window. They parked kind of, they, they pulled four or five feet away, opened yeah. the door, got out and did the transaction because they were so much higher than that window. Oh, it was an I, old, it was an older drive-through yeah. that didn't have a higher one because some of them have higher windows mm. at this point, uh, for SUVs, but others that were older, older places don't have that. So I can imagine a Zamboni driver, what, six or seven feet up in the air? Yeah. That must have been, difficult. they probably had to hop down, but that would have been fun. And there's a, there's a YouTube video.
0: Is that right? Uh, yeah. Well, the link he's got is a USA Today uh, article. Oh, okay. An article. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. I'm sure we can find videos of st- Actually, let's go out on that note. How about this? Um, listeners, again, always thank you guys for tuning in. But also, uh, have you seen any particularly strange vehicles going through drive-thrus?
2: Uh, that's a good one because I've seen tractors and all kinds mm. of things go through there. Yeah. Farm country.
0: Let's see, what, let's see what people can come up with for that. You guys can hit us up on Facebook. You can talk to us on Twitter. Check out uh, Scott's blog post for more information about NASA and Toyota. And you can always write to us directly at CarStuff at HowStuffWorks.com.
1: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. To learn more about the podcast, click on the podcast icon in the upper right corner of our homepage. The House of Works iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack